0: So this will be fine.
1: They have white claw here.
0: We just got white claw. You basic. We are. Fucking. But you know what? What? We sold them all, girl. Sold them all. <laughs> we couldn't keep them bitches cold.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it!
0: I have to go back tomorrow and buy another case. Why don't you have them
1: Damn. for the for the people on your show?
0: If you would like a white claw, are there any cold white claws? Uh, Wow. Top shelf treatment here at Stab tonight. You know what? (laughs) Oh, so so they're actually, she doesn't even know if there are none. She just decided for you. (laughs) No. It's not worth checking for Joe. That's
1: fair. (laughs) That is totally fair. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists. Commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic tapes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely
0: last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... Oh, Oh, yeah. This is where you guys applaud like you know the show. Hey! Hey, it's Stab! Oh, completely unprompted reaction from the Capacity audience. Hey, it's me again. I'm not sitting on the other side of the stage. Uh, with us tonight Alyssa Cowan What's up? Alyssa Cowan in the middle all the way from Maryland Dan Paper Woo! Dan Paper and over there on the end the degenerate we've all known and loved Jojo Lewis and I am once again uh, guest hosting uh, I'm Jesse Jones uh, I'm here in place of John Ross, who is just having the time of his life. <laughs> what? Just Jesus. top to bottom, he's he's on a he's on a rainbow rocket ship over the moon of happy times. Did
3: you murder John Ross?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can neither prove nor disprove. <laughs> Alyssa Cowan, welcome to the show again.
3: Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. Hey,
0: of course. Alyssa does a letter talk a podcast here every
3: third Saturday Saturday. seven o'clock wake up early it's an early show (laughs) get ready early friends it's our
0: 1 7 a.m. show (laughs) (laughs) it's a breakfast show (laughs) it's bright and early with with Alyssa Alyssa.
3: brunch show no way (laughs) I'm formally up earlier than that what's up
0: hey how's things
3: they're great, man. <laughs> Happy to be here. Uh, I woke up at four a.m. this morning uh, to do more breakfast shows. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah, yeah. You got to record a couple. You got to get ahead. Yeah, I
3: uh, <laughs> all my. I work at the IHOP, and they just they just love it. <laughs> Can I just do my podcast in this booth here? And they're like, <laughs> I mean, you've been doing it for fifteen years. Why not keep going? Yeah.
0: I wasn't expecting you to continue with that bit. I thought I was actually going to get to know hey, Alyssa nope. Cowan for a second, <laughs> but no. It's all a superficial interaction with Alyssa Cowan.
3: You're welcome, <laughs> <laughs> Dan. Dan Caper. Hi.
0: Welcome. This is your first time because you don't live on this side of the continent. Correct. So welcome.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much. You were
0: you were uh, invited on the uh, the insistence. Insistence is a little strong. The suggestion of Alyssa. <laughs>
2: Did, did she like throw a table over and like threaten to walk out? Yeah. <laughs> I
3: was like, if you don't book Dan, I'm canceling all my breakfast shows. Yeah,
2: <laughs> she suspended. She
0: suspended like a whole half days worth of recording. So that was like forty or fifty episodes right there that we just couldn't get done. Uh, you're in town for a comedy festival?
2: Yeah, Sacramento Comedy Festival. Yeah,
0: Ooh. we know them. How are you? Shut your goddamn mouth! Oh, <laughs> very well. Yeah, you're in the <laughs> showcase tomorrow. It, that doesn't matter because this show probably isn't going to come out for a month, so no plugs. So, get in your time <laughs> machine.
2: <laughs> and come back and see me. It was
0: a great show. Good job. <laughs> if
1: you thought your sides were splitting tonight, wait until tomorrow, thirty days ago.
0: <laughs> Jojo, welcome. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hey there. How's it going? Not too bad. Cool. I'm trying to get you on more now that. I think I have. Uh,
1: two more that I'm booked on after At this. At least one, yeah. yeah. I, I gotta get you on... How much, how, how much longer until we can have a Best of JoJo? <laughs> oh.
2: well, just as a mega... Like a bargain DVD? <laughs> well, I think I've... Yeah,
1: I've, been, I've done a few of these. I
0: mean, now I want to put together, just because you requested it, <laughs> the episode that will come out after this one comes out, you know, in <laughs> February-ish. will <laughs> will be a best of jojo lewis yay from by that time your 23rd 24th appearance whatever it'll be by then
1: that's like one per hour
0: for a full day <laughs> yeah yeah uh all right uh let's oh sh- all the,
2: right from the top Yep.
0: Yeah, god damn it <laughs> Uh, let's play the theme too loud again. <laughs> all
2: right. This time, start. say my name is Dan Carp. <laughs> Dan Carp.
0: Re- recap. <laughs> First segment. Reorganization. Uh, please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Yes, we're actually starting the show now. I'm, if that wasn't, that was all filler banter. This is the actual show now. <laughs>
3: <Woo>! ah! <laughs> Thank you for suffering all of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never seen anyone that thankful (laughs) for a show to start. I
0: I took that very personally.
3: (laughs) Someone's diary is going to fucking hear about this (laughs) shit.
0: This page isn't even going to be in Glitter Inc. Segment one, reorganization. Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. As I'm sure we're all aware, deep down in a place that we don't like to talk about, MARTA most popularly stands for the Metropolitan Atlanta Rapid Transit Authority. But that's not what we're here for. Uh, Tell me what else, you three, Marta could stand for and who or what it might represent. Alyssa, you're Marta, M-A-R-T-A.
3: All right. Hey, man. So you're sitting on the train and some pretty ladies are looking your way and you make eye contact and it's a magical moment. But then you realize that they weren't looking at you. They were looking at the advertisement you're sitting in front of. It's an ad for those panties you can wear on your period. And the, the, pretty, the pretty ladies are like, interesting idea, but logistically, I have some concerns. <laughs> and as they're sitting there, you're just getting ready to make the move. When the time is right, you know you're a smooth guy. You're not a dumb clown. That's when you open up your double-breasted pea coat, and that's when the ladies see that your torso is uncovered, save for a gigantic eight-inch round gold medallion on a gold chain. And the medallion says, cool guy forever. (laughs) And it's wrapped around your family seal, which is a picture of a seal in a knife fight with a sea lion. Fuck yeah. Which is hard to explain to people because sometimes they can't tell if one is just a dumpy version of the other. (laughs) After they see that medallion, the ladies turn to you you and they smile. And they laugh a little bit. And you know it's one of those, you're so cool and sexy forever laps. <laughs> and you know it because your mantra in life is Marta. Medallions are really tight, always. <laughs> All medallions, whether it's a clock, Flava Flav wears around his neck, or a, gold, or a giant gold medallion your, your favorite Wall Street douchebag wears around his neck when he's off work. Or if it's the medallions cars wear that plebeians call hubcaps. <laughs> medallions are really tight, always, in all situations. On the train, picking up honeys with periods. At work meetings, reflecting sunlight into your boss's face. For use as a plate attached to your neck when you've used all your dishes. <laughs> Medallions are really tight, always. (laughs) Cool guys know. Cool guys get it. Medallions get your seal of approval forever, and when people ask to see it, you say, My favorite lion is a medallion. (laughs) And God
2: damn
3: and and, and my least favorite lion is a sea lion. Getting fucked by the seal on my lion <laughs> medallion. <laughs> who's the seal? Li- <laughs> who's the sea lion, and who's the seal? A cool guy never gives away his secrets. <laughs> T he. <Tee-hee. laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa Cowan, or yeah. Marta.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Medallions are really tight, always. Sucker, Dan. Um, I know it's gonna be awkward how you wrote the exact same thing. I know. But we'll go through it again. Uh, Dan, what's your Marta? Medallion. (laughs) Uh,
2: Ever since medieval times, people have been obsessed with miniature art. Paintings, engravings, sculptures, you know what art is. The problem with miniature art is nobody can make it. We're all too big. (laughs) Well, now you don't need to worry about it anymore. You want small paintings or sculptures, a Mona Lisa that you can only see under a microscope, and then you look at it and say, man, I still don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe furniture that's too small and you can decorate your whole house with it, and your friends can say, was it really worth dipping into your 401k? And you say, yes, damn it, look how tiny they are. Now these dreams can become a reality. I've started a program that will finally connect you with the right artists. It's called Marta, because... Miniature art requires tiny artists. <laughs> See, that's the mistake everyone makes, Jojo. You can't, hire, <laughs> you can't hire a full-size human being to make you a tiny little painting. You need to find someone who is intimately acquainted with smaller dimensions thanks to an unfortunate genetic mutation. So where do we find them? I'll tell you where. At home in my basement. <laughs> I have a jar on my shelf that's just full of tiny artists all waiting to get out and make some miniature art for you. I got this one guy we call Lil Banksy. He's doing some really interesting stuff right now. I know what you're all thinking. Dan, how do you keep them so small? That's an industry secret. I feed them meth. Uh, Marta, because sometimes art is too big. (laughs) Dan Capers, Marta, Dan, and
0: L-I-L apostrophe Banksy.
2: Yeah. It's actually my stage name.
0: (laughs) JoJo, you probably have a MARTA too. Why not read it?
1: Okay. This is my (laughs) MARTA. Um, MARTA is an... uh, Obviously, it's an acronym, but uh, in this particular context, it came up during a text conversation Mm. between two people who are named Janet and Kyle. Sure. I will allow all of you to decide their race and ethnicity (laughs) (laughs) as the text conversation progresses Janet what do you have to say for yourself (laughs) Kyle what I have to say for myself is I'm not angry Janet fuck you fucking coward (laughs) lol Kyle fuck you not angry back (laughs) off Janet you coward brunch was bullshit and now my mom says you're not allowed back at our guest house (laughs) Guess how is it spelled H-O-W-S? <laughs> Kyle, fuck you. My dad lives in town. I'll stay with my stepmom. Janet, your stepmom's <laughs> younger than you. You're fucking basic. Kyle, you're fucking basic, <laughs> Becky ass. Janet, fucking cuck. Kyle, you white claw basic. Janet, <laughs> omega lol. Kyle, fruit salad is lame. <laughs> Janet, when we went to Saldo's, fruit salad was my favorite. It was what me and Kendra had. Continued on next text. Whenever we were hungover, and now it's gone. Fuck Kyle. Fuck <laughs> Janet. What's wrong with fruit salad, Kyle? I wanted grape. I wanted fucking grapes, and all I got was. Continued on next text. Marta. Then Janet responds with three question marks. <laughs> And Kyle responds with Melons and really toothy avocado (laughs) Fuck you basic
3: The end (laughs) Dude that white claw works fast I know That was
1: on the
0: spot (laughs) I don't know that I'm going to be able to Get the question of what is really Toothy avocado out of my head (laughs) You're welcome You don't have to explain it Just leave me with that I refuse (laughs) to Pickup lines, segment two. Uh, Charging right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> pickup lines. Uh, we've asked these three to compose pickup lines to or from. It's up to you to decide, and you can go back and forth. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, from, to, <laughs> the following things. Alyssa, please have composed. We're going to go one at a time. So you give your first, and then we'll, go, we'll come back around. Okay. Uh, your first pickup line from or to. I'm going to stop explaining that part. Uh, a food truck.
3: This, this pickup line is to a food truck. Okay. And it's, uh, where's the beef? Hey. <laughs> <A. laughs> Nailed it. You did. Stuck you gotta, the landing. You gotta
0: include that A so you know that they're playful. <laughs> Don't worry, they get worse. Oh, nice. Dan, you're... <laughs> I am on pins and needles. <laughs> Dan, you're first... To or from the speed of
2: sound. It's from the speed of sound. Pickup line from the speed of sound. Hey, how'd you like to experience the sonic boom? Don't worry, your neighbors won't hear us until we're done. <laughs> <laughs> nice. JoJo, All
0: your first pickup line to or from Existential Dread.
1: All of mine are from Existential, from existential, dread, existential dread, as it should be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that dress looks good on you. It'd look even better wrapped around your neck as you hang from the <laughs> de- railing on the stair of your mother's house because you're well on your way to being just like her, especially the claw-like hands and the kids who don't call you and the husband whose dick is as hard as a snow cone in the Sahara. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got two more of those.
3: Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Alyssa, a food truck, your second.
3: This is two. (laughs) Two? This is a sexy food truck. (laughs) Enough about these plentiful menu options. I want to talk about you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. God damn.
3: Told you they'd get worse. Excellent.
0: (laughs) That's a challenge. Damn.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I set the bar so high.
0: (laughs) Your second from the speed of sound? To the speed of sound. sound. Oh, I shouldn't have guessed. The speed of
2: sound is the sexiest speed. (laughs) Uh, Hey, I hear you're the distance traveled per unit time by a sound wave as it propagates through an elastic medium. How would you like to propagate through the elastic holding up my pants? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My pants are held up by elastic. (laughs) 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 They're sweatpants. (laughs) That takes a lot of courage
0: knowing that you're wearing sweatpants <laughs> to try and put moves on the speed of sound still. Okay. You got, so you, it's
1: bra-
3: it's you super got brave because this is all audio. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it can see your boner or something?
0: No, it's just a lot of confidence to be trying to put really to hit on anyone in sweatpants. Fair. Uh,
2: it's not the speed good. of light we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jojo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> second one from Existential bread. Why'd you give me this one? Because... It made sense. (laughs) Good point.
1: Hey, what's your sign? Other than the deep down feeling that regardless of how much work you do, you're still just going to rot to death in this fucking town like your dad. Fuck, your brother was smart. Overdosing on crystal meth and crashing him in his Uber passenger. It may have been a pra- tragedy, but at least it was an exit strategy. Jesus Christ, just go home, sit on the couch, and feel yourself decomposed as you watch the new season of Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that's right. I want you to go home, Netflix, and kill yourself, you piece of shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that's why I gave this to you. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa, not going to guess about who we're, who we're from. It's the food truck.
3: It's to the food truck. Yeah, sexy
0: ass food truck.
3: Do you like food on f- four wheels? Because I'd wheelie like to put you in my mouth. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's wet now, <laughs> including the wet burrito in this food truck.
0: <laughs> this somehow managed to be the perfect counterbalance between <laughs> following JoJo's existential <laughs> <laughs> dread.
1: It's like a slope down
2: right
0: now. last two or from the speed of sound. This
2: one is also to the speed of sound. Sure, get that. Hey, you look nice tonight. That's just a nice thing to say to anybody. <laughs> That's Exit. good. That's good.
0: Make them, build them up. And Jojo.
1: <laughs> we'll get through it. <laughs> well, we you, want
0: your, your last pickup line from your inner monologue. <laughs> or existential dread.
1: <laughs> I think it's more the former for this last one. <laughs> if I said you had a nice body, would you hold it against me? Because at best, you've got about 15 years before your bones start to fall apart. And guess what? You're never going to learn to ride a skateboard, you old fuck. (laughs) You bought it. You walked into your living room and said, hey, everyone, I'm going to ride this. And guess what? It's been tucked behind the door of your bedroom ever since. Jesus Christ, you're
0: garbage. (laughs) 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 Let's pick up lines from these three sad sacks. Segment three. That means we are two-fifths of the way done. Uh, I like fractions. Segment three. Write an angry poem about it. Uh, oh, Jojo, that White Claw. <laughs> Sorry. White Claw's just going straight to your motor functions. I'm, I'm cut off. <laughs> <laughs> write an angry poem about it. Please have written an angry poem about the following things. Uh, I'm not going to tip the little funny that I made with this, if anybody even caught it. Uh, <laughs> no? No? Oh, I feel even worse now. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to say it, uh, everybody's poems. So I had the, the three of these uh, write angry poems. <laughs> three of these, just dehumanizing <laughs> them. These, <Jeez>. whatever. <laughs> lesser lands. We have names, uh, probably. Yeah, you would assume. Uh, <laughs> only your parents know or care. <laughs> I had them write angry poems about the following things. Alyssa was asked to write a poem about the postal service. Dan was asked to write a poem about modest mice. And Jojo was asked to write an angry poem about shins.
1: (laughs) Oh, fuck
0: you. (laughs) I love it. I like it even more that you didn't get it until just now.
3: (laughs) I love it deeply.
0: (laughs) So I just had to lay that out there since it would have been missed and that would have been a shame. So Alyssa, give us your angry poem about the postal service
3: hey motherfuckers i'm here for stamps (laughs) i've been in this line so long i'm getting cramps you only have one line open and that's why after a long time i'm standing here moping (laughs) once you lost a shirt i ordered then you lost some books from borders i know i just used an old reference to wine but i wrote that four years ago when i first fell in line I'm sending a gentle eat-my-shit to the Postal Service. You handling my packages makes me fucking nervous. (laughs) Sometimes you throw them over my fence, and I scream, Hey, be gentle with that! That's my ceramic commemorative Precious Moments figurine of Mike Pence! (laughs) Oh, Postal Service, you bum me out so hard because of all the shattered Precious Moments-themed figurines in my yard. I call it the graveyard, and every day I weep. Then I bury them into the ground about six inches deep. Now hurry the fuck up, make this line shorter. I need stamps to mail a letter to your headquarters. It's a giant complaint I'll send to your boss. It says, there are 10,000 people I have lost. All the ceramic Precious Moments themed figurines you threw into my land. I hope you like red with all the blood on your hands. (laughs) I would have forgiven it if it was maybe just one or two. But I am now out ten thousand precious moments-themed figurines. <laughs> so, so, to that I send you a giant, emphatic, precious moments-themed "fuck you."
0: <laughs> Alyssa Cowan, the end. Angry Take that poem. postal service to the postal service, sticking it to the man, the institution.
2: Uh, Dan, your angry poem about modest mice, and this poem is called <laughs> "Modest Mice Can Go to Hell" by Dan Caper. <laughs> There's too many goddamn mice in my house and they're wearing too many goddamn clothes. (laughs) Naked mice are an important country aesthetic. (laughs) But you'd never know it from mice such as those. (laughs) You're being too mean to them, my roommate screams. He's always screaming. This isn't part of the poem. That's just how Edwin communicates. (laughs) You're being too mean to them, my roommate screams, but I think that's a bad call when mice are running around in my pantry, I'd rather see them naked or not see them at all. The modesty of these mice makes me sick because sometimes I'll even try to be nice. I'll say, "Hey, that's actually a pretty cool outfit you're wearing," and they'll say, well, "It's not that cool by the standards of mice." <laughs> God damn it, just accept the compliment, I scream, sensing that my words are lost in the void. Stop screaming, Edwin shouts. <laughs> Channel your rage through poetry. And I say, you know, Edwin, that's a good point. So here's my poem. Uh, <laughs> roses are red, violets are blue. These mice are too modest. Here's a trap made of glue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: Dan Capers. Poem, angry poem. About modest mice. Jojo Lewis. Uh-huh. Be angry in a poetic manner about shins.
1: All right. Anger poem about shins. <clears throat> Look down. Look around. <laughs> Hear the sound of feet walking about and bam! You just slammed into a coffee table with guess what? The only way you can get to your feet. That's a set of shins. <laughs> <laughs> Should be called a set of shits. <laughs> <laughs> They have one job to make sure your feet don't touch your knees. (laughs) Guess what? When they take your feet, they don't save your shins. You know why? No feet, no shins. They hanging on. We guard shins for no reason. They're bone. (laughs) Home alone.
0: (laughs) Shins suck. (laughs) Yeah. JoJo Lewis, angry poem about shins. That was quality. That that six-figure debt you've got is probably worth it just Thank for that poem. Thank you for
1: being the one to bring it up this time.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this wasn't JoJo bitching about being a doctor this time. This is me mocking him for it. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> Fucking fine arts. Only the alone. real
1: fans of Stab will get that. That's so deep cut. You, you and deep. no one. <laughs> what?
0: Segment four, location, 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 doctor of English, hmm? JoJo Lewis.
3: <laughs> oh, you're an English doctor? Uh-huh. Tight. <laughs> Is it? I didn't know that. I don't know. You're more educated than I am. <laughs> Isn't that tight? Isn't education cool? You're wearing a, like, I have a seminary sweater <laughs> people
2: here. Oh, and a seminary. I'm less educated than everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, dog. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up, JoJo.
3: Segment four: Location,
0: location, location. Congratulations on your new businesses, everybody.
3: Thank you. Yeah,
0: you all now own the following businesses in the following locations or situations. I decided to add that because not all these are situations or locations this time. Um, I us want to purchase your wares, visit your establishment, uh, go there. Uh, Alyssa, you are a balloon sculptor in Purgatory. <laughs>
3: hey there local purgatory shoppers are you bummed out are you bored while you're spending your time trying to rid yourself of all the terrible things you've done so you can hang out with the big man upstairs (laughs) well be bored no more visit purgatory balloon warehouse we're right off of i-80 and douglas boulevard (laughs) has a little local purgatory humor for the folks in the crowd There, you'll find me and my sister creating the best balloon sculptures in the Greater Purgatory area. You'll be supporting a family business. We've got plenty of balloon sculptures of dicks and swords because they're the easiest to make. <laughs> 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 but we've also got sculptures of other things like bushes, chairs, ugly medallion necklaces, <laughs> seals, and sea lions. Can you tell the difference? I can't. <laughs> Let us know which one is a seal or a sea lion, and you'll get a free balloon sculpture on us. (laughs) And when we mean on us, we don't mean for free. Either my sister or I will tape it on our helmet and say, well, if you really want a sculpture, you'll have to come get it, you fucking nerd. (laughs) And then we'll rollerblade away. (laughs) Come to the Purgatory Balloon Warehouse. What the hell else are you doing, nerd? (laughs) Uh
0: Alyssa Cowan, a balloon sculptor in Purgatory. Right off 80. Douglas apparently, Boulevard apparently, exit. Apparently Sacramento's purgatory. It's
2: crazy. You know what? That sounds also, about right. <laughs> <laughs> and I well, no. Mine is also off Route 80, coincidentally. Oh, <laughs> so. oh shit. Oh, man. Uh, well,
0: maybe they're in the same neighborhood. Uh, Dan. It is still Dan, yes? It is. Okay. I just had a mini stroke. Um, <laughs> Dan. <laughs> made me feel like I did, too. Is my name still Dan? I do anymore. Dan, you run a Michelin-starred restaurant inside a truck stop bathroom
2: (laughs) that is correct does everyone know what a (laughs) michelin-starred restaurant is first of all we say michelin but the original (laughs) french pronunciation is Michelin. (laughs) now you all know how serious i am Michelin restaurants receive up to three stars to indicate their quality. The stars are awarded by Michelin reviewers who must remain anonymous because otherwise they would die from all the nonstop sex they would be having. (laughs) 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 So here's the story of my own restaurant. It all started years ago when I was driving across country to see the world-famous Corn Palace in South Dakota in a town called Mitchell, or as the French say, Michel.. Sure. I stopped at a flying J truck stop to eat some lunch, and a bunch of truckers saw me and said, let's kick that guy's ass, because that's how truckers always talk to me. Sure. Uh, I ran and hid in the bathroom, and while I was hiding in there, I tried to eat my sandwich, but they found me. And so in a last-ditch effort to save myself, I offered them my sandwich. One of them took it and ate it, and what happened next completely changed my life. (laughs) Jojo. The the trucker who ate my sandwich said, Sir, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but I am a Michelin reviewer. And I said, it's pronounced (laughs) Michelin. He continued, I've been eating other people's lunches in truck stop bathrooms my entire life. And I have to tell you, this is the best damn egg salad sandwich I've ever tasted. And I said, thank you, because I was too scared to tell him it was actually tuna fish. and I had been sitting in my car for several days. Right then and there, he awarded me with three Michelin stars. And a few days later, he died from some kind of bacterial infection. <laughs> but legally, I was allowed to keep my stars. Six years later and I'm living the dream at the Flying J truck stop right off Route 80. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's Sandwich Emporium is the second most popular attraction in the men's room.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so come on down to Dan's Sandwich Emporium. Bring the whole family. Must be 21 or older. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's Michelin starred restaurant inside a truck stop.
0: Jojo. Hmm. Hopefully you understood what I meant here.
1: <laughs> I ho- I pray to God I did. I
0: don't know. You sell waterbeds to guys without mustaches.
1: Yes, which is as a position I had trouble taking. <laughs> uh, See,
0: it was my my theory that only only men with mustaches. I, I know that the okay, prompts are a
1: window into your psyche. This I'm is not my first rodeo. All right. All right. Just trying to explain.
0: You <laughs> didn't get the music reference earlier. D- so uh, well,
1: okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you missed <laughs> right. something. Jojo, music. you
0: sell waterbeds to guys without mustaches. Mm-hmm.
1: H- hello, and hello, and <laughs> good afternoon, sir. <laughs> My name is, read name, Jojo Lewis, <laughs> and I'm here to welcome you to our presentation on the wild world of waterbeds. <laughs> I imagine some kind of star wipe Uh, (laughs) today we are going to answer one question what do you need to justify sleeping every night in a water bed when you don't get permission from your nose neighbor (laughs) (sighs) can I buy a water bed yes Dan Capri you can (sighs) I know that was part of the bit (laughs) Sorry.
0: Pronounce Michelin. I know
1: <laughs> far from having completely disappeared from the planet Earth in the mid-90s, waterbeds are funner than ever. And even if your mustache is big, really big, huge, or damn, <laughs> there's something for everyone in a waterbed, for instance, in a waterbed you can eat crackers, <laughs> fold laundry. Sit on top of the comforter looking at the ceiling, just <laughs> thinking about stick keeping a closed bottle cold <laughs> <laughs> Losing a baby, losing a set of car keys, losing your virginity again. <laughs> I don't know why this is getting me oh. and not dying of dehydration. <laughs> what more? Oh, uh okay. Uh, Waterbeds are cold uh, and sinky and without a mustache will be a wondrous curio for anyone who has never seen you wear an unironic Hawaiian shirt or go on at length at the quality of your cocktail shaker. (laughs) Come on down to Jojo Lewis's (laughs) waterbed store where our motto is mustaches are optional. (laughs) You can turn off the tape now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) JoJo Lewis, selling waterbeds to guys without mustaches. Which brings us, sadly, I know, (laughs) sadly, to the final segment. Segment five, erotic letters to the editor. I like to trot this out every once in a while. Please have composed an erotic letter to the editor of the following real publications. Alyssa, give us your... Your... (laughs) Your letter to the, your erotic letter to the editor of Wood Magazine.
3: Dear Editorial Content Chief of Wood Magazine, Dave Campbell. (laughs) 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 I looked him up. You can friend him on LinkedIn or Facebook. (laughs) That's not in the letter, but that's true. The ladies at the Woodworking Club noticed... That in the last issue you had an article called Wood Alignment Made Easy. And your less sexy colleague who wrote it suggested using a biscuit joint to join two pieces of wood when a dowel would have been stronger. (laughs) 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 It was fucked up. (laughs) Of course, generally some of us prefer a flat, wide thing being jammed into a hole. Like, for example, like what you would with a biscuit joint. (laughs) But you have to admit, a cylindrical shape generally is preferable to be used in holes. Like a dowel. That's what a dowel is, my Mm. friends. (laughs) We just felt like the suggestion of a biscuit joint in this particular scenario was really going against the grain here. Mm (laughs) 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 You guys have a little wood humor. (laughs) (laughs) The grain. The grain of the wood. God, the wood lurking ladies are so fucking funny. Anyway. For letting that article slide, chief of wood magazine, Dave Campbell, you let it slide with such a plebeian mistake. You really shit the bed as an editor. But we le- we ladies at the woodworking club don't think all your articles are complete fucking trash. For instance, your recent primer on where and how to use cock in woodwork really hit the mark, and, and we wanted to give kudos. We've all been using cock more appropriately, and we have you to thank for it. <laughs> also, since I have you on the horn, we wanted to know... We wanted to let you know that you're greatly admired here, Editorial Content Chief of Wood Magazine, Dave Campbell. We love your old-school 90s goatee and your flagrant use of textured polo shirts in your profile pictures. The ladies at the Woodworking Club think you're a hot, thick snack, and we'd like you in our workshop any day. We actually have a poster of you in our clubhouse that we built entirely out of reclaimed barn wood. The poster of you is on a mantle that we built around a gas fireplace, gas specifically, because we would never burn wood because why would we burn all our craft supplies? <laughs> of course the fireplace design is painted white, but then we sanded it down so it'd have that beautiful distressed look that you see on like all those home improvement channels where it's just like slightly just fits in there. It's just like listen, is this Austin Texas chic or is this Waco Texas chic? <laughs> It's beautiful. <laughs> Let us know if you ever want to bring your wood over here so we can touch it and work with it as a group. <laughs> your, la- your friends, the ladies woodworking group of up- Upper Purgatory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alyssa Cowan, erotic letter to the editor of Wood Magazine. Thank you. I mostly apologize. Dan. <laughs> Dan Caper.
2: Your erotic letter to the editor of Do It Yourself Magazine. Dear editor of Do-It-Yourself magazine, David Campbell. (laughs) I recently stumbled across a copy of your magazine in a truck stop bathroom that I happen to frequent. I took a big interest in it immediately as I have been doing it myself since I was a young boy of 12 or 13. I found your magazine both challenging and enlightening, but I have some concerns. First, I'm a little confused by your suggestion that we should all reduce, reuse, and recycle. Reduce, I can understand. I think we all reduce doing it ourselves as we get older. (laughs) Although I recently went through a divorce and there was a slight uptick after that. Uh, But I'm having trouble with applying the second part of this reuse. This seems very unsanitary. (laughs) Even worse was the third element, recycle. I didn't know what that meant, to be honest. So after my last doing-it-myself session, I paid a visit to my local recycling plant. The people there did not seem thrilled with my attempts to recycle anything. (laughs) Second, in a recent Instagram post, you wrote, quote, Tassels are hot, and you were specifically excited about leather tassels. I am wondering, how hot should I keep my leather tassels? I tried warming them up with three minutes in the microwave and spent the night in the emergency room. <laughs> now my doctor is telling me I can't do it myself for six to eight weeks. <laughs> Finally, you recently showcased a character whose name, according to you, is Handy Girl. <laughs> That is true. Uh, I guess my question is, can I get her number? Thanks for taking the time to read my letter. I'm sorry I was not able to deliver this in person, as your lawyers have been very clear that I am not to approach the building. Please keep up the good work, your pal, and doing it myself, Dan. <laughs> Dan Caper, Do-It-Yourself Magazine.
0: And I questioned it when I did it. Yeah, JoJo. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to it nonetheless. I'm not (laughs) your your erotic letter to the editor of Southern Living. Southern Living.
1: Anyone here read Southern Living?
3: I've read an issue. You've seen (laughs) it at the
1: supermarket aisle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Lots
3: of weird recipes. Lots of casseroles. (laughs) I didn't want to make them.
1: I I never get past the open rustic. Anyway, (laughs) thank God. All right. Dear editor of Southern <laughs> Living Magazine, probably Dave Campbell. <laughs> not sure. We're just going to tag him with this episode, right? Yeah, absolutely. we yeah, should know about it. You can't okay. not at this point.
0: It uh, might be the title of the episode. Thank God. <laughs> David Campbell. <laughs> Let's friend
1: him. <laughs> Dear editor, I can't believe this happened to me. There I was fly fishing at the banks of the mighty Mississippi and I couldn't help but go mmm that <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's a riverboat <laughs> <laughs> now me in the south well we'd always been just friends went with all of our <laughs> green bean casseroles and many different ways to do stuff with onion straws but the first time ever I'd actually considered the idea of Smoking meth out of one of these holes. (laughs) It's an erotic letter. Mm -hmm. There I was, looking across the water, wondering how much could I fit in my mouth after a quick rinse with a bit of Mountain Dew. Because you lose your teeth. How beautiful the Ten Commandments looked. Totally bare in front of most courthouses. And how the stars and bars look exactly like the sexy leather strap love chains I love on my doms. That's right. Yes, Southern Mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't help but notice all the butter being slapped in those biscuits. Shit, what is that? One, two, three sticks?
3: Fuck. (laughs)
1: I couldn't help but notice for the first time it was as human as a frog's jockstrap out here, and I liked it. So I dropped to the knees of my camo hip waders, removed my replica Duck Dynasty duck call I carved out of a beaver's spinal column. <laughs> and opened wide for those deep-fried peanut butter banana sandwiches of southern living. Because deep down, we're all a little southern, and that Southernness is going to get real deep. <laughs> and don't concern yourself about being safe, because guess what? When you're boinked out of your mind on opioids, you don't give a fuck about who has what in their blood. (laughs) As long as it's white blood. Southern living. (laughs) As far as I know, this is what Southern living is. I'm from California. Thank you, Google
0: Newsfeed.
1: Thank you, editor.
0: JoJo Lewis ending exactly how I expected. Thank you all for coming out. Uh, If you want to listen to more stabs, which, how could you... (laughs) How could you not at this point? Uh, Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Sure, there's some there, too. Uh, If you want to come out and watch one being made, see how the magic happens, (laughs) come out to 1710 Broadway, Sacramento, California, 95818. Why not drop us an erotic letter to this editor? That's me. Mm. I'll read it. Pants optional. (laughs) Thanks for coming out, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Thank you.